drink it in now. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in now. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, I, I'm coming to you full of Kool-Aid and cornbread here past midnight. Me and Chops just talked from about 7 till moments ago. Um, we're here to hype up the Kool-Aid drinkers. Let, 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 me, um, let me fill up that glass here. Drink it in, man. We are hyped, but it's late. We're tired. It was crazy day. What we're going to do is we're just going to give you our quick takes. We also have everything recorded, so I'm going to try to get this in some bonus pods. Who knows what we might do? But we wanted to get you our reactions tonight. We also were lucky enough to have Joey from the Believe Podcast Network on for about 15 minutes, so we're going to cut that in for you. And we're going to give you some names. We're going to give you a little bit to think about as we head into day two. So I got the man here, man. Uh, Choppy, you saw it. You felt it. Brad Holmes did his thing. I think I might know your reaction even before you come in. Woo! Hashtag choppy liking. Is that about right, my man? Oh my gosh, who is that amazing sounding man that left <laughs> that uh, that that take there? I really like that. Somebody must have called in and left that there. That's great. That's great. Uh, yeah, hashtag choppy likey is trending on the Twitterverse, uh, as you've probably seen <laughs> yes. countless amounts of times here during the NFL draft. But oh my goodness. Oakry, so much content, so much recording, so many things happening. We're updating the board. We're going the live draft. We've got people on the Slack channel that are going crazy. Man, it was an awesome, awesome draft night here. And guess what? It's only the first round, baby. We still have hours and hours and hours of this to go. So yeah, I mean, my let's let's some quick hits right now. I mean, the draft kind of laid out exactly how we thought the first, like maybe eight or nine picks. I mean, they were just very in tune. Nothing, nothing went crazy. Everybody did with that. And then, and hold, then, hold on, hold on. I, I buried the lead off the top. We got Hutch choppy. I mean, Oh baby, <laughs> we got Aiden Hutchinson at two. I should have said that off the top. And then now let me transition to you where the draft went crazy. Big Bad Brad, a.k.a. always open for business, Brad Holmes, did what he does best, and that's get aggressive, not be scared, and be bold. And tell the folks not only what he did, but what our reaction was, and they'll hear it later. Oh my gosh, Oakry. When when we came in and, and all of a sudden it pops up, lines are on the clock, and we're at the 12, and we're like, what just happened? I, you know, and we're everybody, everybody's scrambling around. We're trying to figure out, you know, what the deal was. Uh, what did we trade? What did we do? And, you know, the pressure's on because it was like we weren't even on the clock. It was like the lines traded up and the pick is in. And like at any moment, the commission is just walking up to the podium to say, like, what we did 
uh, and who we took. And so, man, it was just crazy, crazy. And you and I are going back and forth. We're like, okay, you know, what makes sense here? Who would you trade up for? You know, the first, you know, the first thing that most people probably popped up, Hey, are we trading up to get this Malik Willis guy? You know, do, are we, you know, cause we're moving up 20 spots, right? You don't do that unless you were getting a, an absolute playmaker that you love. Uh, so, you know, the first thing that pops into mind is Malik Willis. The second thing that maybe pops into mind, uh, is Kyle Hamilton, right? Because he was sliding. We're at 12. Cool, he hasn't taken. And and we're just like, okay, maybe it's Kyle Hamilton. And then Oakry out of left field, you look at the board, you run it down, and you say, bro, it's Jameson Williams. That's what they're doing. And I swear not four <laughs> seconds later, Lions select Jameson Williams. It was insane. And uh, you know what? I think we were still in shock from the fact that we traded up and not knowing what we gave up. You know, do, what do we give up a fir- our first? Do we give us something in the future? Do we, what do we do? What do we do? And it's like, bam, we got the best wide receiver in this class when he is healthy. And out of nowhere, no one was talking Lions trade up. No one was talking going for a wide receiver if we traded up. It was just absolutely mind-blowing, amazing. And from there, I swear, Oakry, I said this about a dozen times Brad Holmes just blew up the draft because after that, things started getting freaky and weird. Like, everybody's mind was just blown by this move at 12, and then the board just started jumping all over the place. I mean, Dotson gets taken, scrambling for wide receivers. Hamilton falls all the way to 14 in the Ravens' lap. It was just madness. So, just crazy, crazy talk. Great first first uh, round of the draft, and, man, I can't wait to get ready for the second. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! <laughs> Chappie, not only do I love your energy at this point in the uh, evening, early morning at this point, but we just did that for four plus hours. So we're going to figure out how to wait here. Let the people. um... And the people consist of the millions. (laughs) We're going to figure out a way to like put it together so you can hear what that was really like because we were recording you're going to hear a lot of strong takes opinions on what they did our shock the fact that this whole thing just got turned upside down by the Detroit Lions and you know my quick take was I couldn't believe they traded up with the Vikings I couldn't believe I wasn't a fan of trading up because we didn't know at that point what they gave up I had to mull over quarterback, Hamilton, wild card, or best playmaker available, which was Jamison Williams. Um, I went with that for the Oakry pick as well as what I was sort of hoping they would do as a football team. I think they got the best playmaker in the draft. This guy is crazy juice. He can beat you over the top. He can score from anywhere on the field. It's going to take him a little bit to get healthy, but it's a great long play, four or five-year play by Brad Holmes and company. And we were really just floored by then. We talked all about it. We were both really happy. Everybody out there, I was pretty much off my Twitter machine just because of all the stuff we were working on and the discussions we were having about um, that move by the Lions. But definitely fired up with Hutch and Jameson Williams. I think the majority, if not all folks, um, will be and should be as well. But we'll get into it more. We're going to figure out how to do wrap-up shows. We're figuring out what we're going to do for tomorrow, rounds two and three. But but let's do this, Choppy, because we could talk for days and we already have. Let's let's get in this interview that we got Joey on. He just called the Detroit Kool-Aid cast line, which you guys can do, 989-272-3484. You can leave a voicemail. You can text in a take. Or 
if we know we're recording or you call in, I may pick up at any point. So there's that. Um, Joey called in. We picked up. We talked. He obviously had thoughts on what the Lions did. He's a, a Bears fan. He does Bears podcasting, but um, lots of great stuff. So, Choppy, what do you think? We'll kick to that, get our sponsors in here, and come back and tell some people about a couple targets for rounds two, three, and then get up out of here because we're fried for the day. Yeah, absolutely, man. Lots of takes, lots of time, lots of rolling tape. Um, but, man, lo- I can't wait to hear Joey's take on this uh, draft and then maybe what his Bears are going to look to do. But more importantly, what our Lions are going to do in the second half. So let's take his call. Let's get the sponsors. And then let's uh, let's get a couple of names here that we're looking at uh, with our next pick here because, oh, yeah, by the way, we still have a pick in the no- number 46 slot. <laughs> Unbelievable stuff. Everybody, we'll be right back. Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers. I mean, we have had a crazy night. I want to bring in a guest right now. He called up the Kool-Aid cast live. We want to hear what he thinks about what the Lions did in round one, getting Hutch and Jamison Williams, the dynamic wide receiver. He's a noted Bears fan, but he's a friend of the pod. Joey Christopoulos from the Believe Podcast Network. Joey, you were nice enough to call in. You made it through round one. Your Bears didn't pick, but the Lions sure did. How you doing, man? I have some breaking news, Derek. Um, me... I just got word that everyone in Detroit right now just ordered a bag of Doritos, a whole bunch of Chipotle, <laughs> Domino's pizza, because they're hopping in the Hutch oven, baby. <laughs> oh, They're diving it... in. They're diving in. And also, Williams. Third time's the charm, guys. Shot of J-Mo, uh, Detroit <laughs> Lions, and their Williams wide receivers. Uh, you know, nine trades tonight. The most defensive <laughs> players taken at the top of the draft since 1991. And there's a lot of people trying to steal the show, and you guys might have stolen the show. Joey, I mean, you're coming in with your Hutch oven take. I mean, you know what might Bake up nice, hot, and crispy, and delicious in a hutch oven. Cornbread! Cornbread! Exactly. It's a big night. I got Chops here with me as well. Obviously, we've been doing the quick recap show. Uh, Choppy, man, uh, throw something at Joey. We want to hear this reaction of what you thought. We thought they stole the show as well, them and the Jets. Yeah, I mean, look, it was a crazy night for our Lions. Uh, Joey, I, I was still trying to find where the Bears were uh, uh, during that <laughs> oh. four-hour segment, but... But uh, but that's okay because they got their quarterback for the future and they're all they're all good there. But uh, uh, yeah, so many the, trades. Scroll to page two. Scroll to page two, <laughs> and you will find us on there. Still scrolling. Still scroll. Oh yeah. Oh, there they are. There I got it. Got it. Got it. Okay, thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. Could have had tips. Um, that's that's neither here nor there. Let's talk about the Lions. Let's tell Joey what he's in store for in the NFC North. Um, yeah, Joey, I hope I hope your Bears are ready to to get a little hutch oven action and to see uh I think you you hit the the nail on the head there. Do we need to call him Williams the 3rd? Um cuz he's going to be balling <laughs> all day in Chicago, in Green Bay, uh and uh in Minnesota. It's going to be fantastic. And how bad is Minnesota going to feel when Williams is just dogging them all over the field year after year? Uh, with that five-year extension, and uh, they're just like, why, why did we do that? Brad freaking Holmes took advantage of us. What do you think, man? Well, they got seen, 
uh, towards the end of that first round. So uh, good luck with that. And yeah, the Williams that was promised. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm taking it back. I mean, look, we're calling in and we're doing this live right now, right after the draft. There's a lot to digest, right? Mm-hmm. About what Big just time. happened. And you know, the funny part is all these wide receivers that we were talking up the whole time. I honestly, I don't know if I like the fit for any of the teams other than maybe Jamison Williams going to the Detroit Lions because he gets an opportunity with St. Brown, obviously, but he gets the opportunity to be a wide receiver one a lot quicker than I think a lot of these other receivers are going to be. I mean, we could talk about Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore and what the Jets did tonight. Sure, we can do that. Olave with the Saints, okay. Drake London with the Falcons, I don't know. But, man, I just I can't believe you guys did this. I want your reaction real quick because yeah. – when I was on Derek's pod, you know, we were talking at 32-34, you know, obviously George Pickens, that tier. But you guys went a tier above. So, I mean, when that call came in that the pick was in the Detroit Lions moved up, I mean, what is your guys' reaction? Give it to him, Choppy. Yeah, so, I mean, really to cue it up, uh, I, you know, I have to uh, – I got to put a little feather in our caps because – one of the last things that we said uh, before the draft actually started is, you know, we were talking about all these assets that Brad Holmes has accumulated over the years here. And I, and I said, I think, you know, right before the first pick was even uh, about to be announced, I said, you know, Oak, I said, I know we keep talking about a trade back, a trade back. What if Brad Holmes just goes bonkers and, and packages up some of these assets and moves up to just get a ridiculous stud in the top 15 and um and oh my god and then and then you know we see all of a sudden I look at the thing and it's like the lions are on the clock again and Oakry is just in a mad scramble disbelief he doesn't know what's going on he's looking he's scrolling through his board oh, he goes I I it's got to be Williams it's got to be Williams so he called it he called it live before it happened and uh, so we we tag teamed it it was it was amazing and then of course just a major uproar I think like the whole city of Detroit man we were just so pumped to uh, to double dip in the first round with some some major major moves. So so Joey, Derek, let me ask real quick, Derek. Go Derek, ahead. hold on, yep. real quick. Put down the Kool Aid a second and be dead honest with me. What part of your brain you picked out Williams, man? You did it. You was on your board. You wanted him. But what part of your brain, percentage wise, thought, oh God, it's Malik Willis? Well, I mean, so so here's the thing. When when Chop said, "What about a move up?" Like I wasn't I wasn't really on board. You know, sit and pick, keep your keep your assets. When it happened, you know, Kyle Hamilton's on the board, the quarterback, and I sat there and molded over because I like Malik Willis. It seemed like a Malik Willis play to go up, but I literally sat and looked at my board and who's the most dynamic long term as well as we're rolling with what we have and trying to create a dynamic team real quick. And that's where Jamison Williams came out of my mouth before they said it, because this is a long play. This isn't about, can he be ready for week one and whatnot? So I, you know, excited about it. It's an understatement, but I want to know from you, we didn't really get the reaction on the TV or the lions trade with the Vikings to go from 32 to 12. I mean, that's craziness as well as the most dynamic playmaker. All we really gave up was a third and dropped back a little bit in the second. Like were you and the people on TV as much as like, huh? As we were when we really got all the details. I was shocked. First of all, the interdivision thing was the thing that stuck out to me the most. And right. I think as the months go on, we will look at this and we will ask ourselves, what was the bigger bonehead move? The Vikings trading interdivision for possibly 
a stud wide receiver, or the Cardinals trading 23 from Marquise Hollywood Brown. That right. one <laughs> blew my mind open. I mean, I can't believe the Ravens did it. And then, of course, they traded back again and yada, yada. But, man, I was completely shocked. And it was so crazy because, obviously, six through nine with Carolina through the uh, CLC Hawks, you're like, okay, quarterback could possibly go here. Maybe this is when the dam breaks in the wide receivers. Quarterback didn't happen. And then wide receiver, after 10, turned into a complete free-for-all. And everyone thought it was going to be six in the first round, but I don't think anyone thought six in the first 18. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing is at 32 and 34, you guys probably did the right thing by packaging those and getting into that six. Because from a Bears perspective, the first half of this draft is a horror film. The second half was a comedy. Like the Packers didn't take any receivers. <laughs> oh my God, I laughed. I told you oh, it wasn't going to happen. Oh, I told you that. Oh, I know, I know how, how I laughed. But obviously in the second half, it kind of leaned back a little bit. The Bears now have three wide receivers that I like a whole lot that could possibly be around 39. And you guys might have had that shot at them at 32-34, but I don't think it's the quality of Jameson Williams. No. And, and, and man, man, oh, man, shot in the arm for the organization tomorrow, right? Can we, go, can we rope back to Hutchinson real quick? I mean, Trevon Walker comes out of nowhere and rises up to number one. And the boy from Michigan gets to stay home. Can we just talk about how pumped you guys are about this pick too? Well, real quick, Choppy, before you jump in, I want to say two things. One, like we didn't really believe it till that happened. We had to really like hear it and be like, okay, that really just happened. And now you better take Hutch, which they did. So we were fired up about that. You know, we can get into it if we need to. But I know we only have you for a few more minutes. What I want to do is say – Tell folks, too, all the cool stuff you're doing, because I know you've been on, like, a Twitch space. You're doing um, stuff for multiple platforms. Like, what are you doing around this draft that people can check out? Uh, so right now I've been jumping in on some uh, Believe Network live NFL mm. draft streams. You basically yep. have a lot of different hosts from different shows getting together. We also have – basically what I've been doing with Twitch is I've worked for Rotoballer.com for quite some time. Rotoballer NFL now has a Twitch stream. Uh, I went live last night, did two hours. Guys, Twitch is hard. These teams <laughs> and text, my goodness, man, o- overlays and bitrate and, and, and frame rate. My goodness. Um, so we got a chance to do that last night. We're going to be doing some more of that. I think some YouTube streaming stuff as it goes along. But, you know, testing out the waters because after the NFL draft, right, I mean, we're always going to be thinking about the NFL. But in general, there is going to be a slight exhale from all this before it ramps back up again in a month. Right. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what I've been doing around the NFL draft. And tomorrow I'm doing a couple more radio hits on Sirius XM, Tobacco Road Radio in North Carolina. They wanted Malik Willis at six. They did not take Malik Willis at six. Uh, so we'll see how that conversation goes. And, uh, yeah, plenty more stuff heading into tomorrow. And then the Bears, 39 and 48. What everyone came to see, what everyone came <laughs> well, to see is tomorrow. I, I do want to tee up for that because um, it's <laughs> – I just want to tell everybody, Joey sounds a little different. He is calling in to the Detroit Kool-Aid cast listener line. Yep, that's 989-272-3484. He just dialed right in. We picked up the line, and we're chatting with him now. I know it's a new feature we just brought to the table, like, very recently. I know people have left some funny um, voicemails in the past, or we take text messages well if you want to just text in at this line. But, Choppy, let me pitch it to you, and let's give Joey a quick, like, who is he eyeing up in round two for his Bears? What player does he like um, that sticks out on the board? Stuff like that before he gets up out of here. 
Yeah, Joey, real quick. I mean, look, we, there's the, there was it, the action was fast and furious in the first round. Um, and I think, you know, we, we kind of like, it's funny because I felt like the beginning kind of started the way we thought, uh, Oakry was on a little hot streak of, uh, calling, calling it like it was on his, uh, on his draft. And then it just got crazy when Brad Holmes got involved and traded up to 12. But I mean, go going up to, to the second round here, starting with pick 33, I know the bears got to wait six or seven picks before they pick at 39. Yeah. 39. Sorry. I had to keep scrolling down there. I finally found him there. 39. Um, you know, what are you looking for them to do? I mean, there's, there's still a ton of talent on the board. So what, you know, what is it that you're looking for your bears to do at 39 and then double dip on, uh, on the second half of that at 48. So I just got off call with another buddy and let me start off by saying, first of all, Chuck, it's cool talking with you, man. Uh, I've listened to pods with you and Derek before. I uh, love your work, so I'm happy that I'm hanging with you right now. Um, that being said, so basically we got off the call and we said to ourselves, there's three guys out of these next seven picks that are going to happen tomorrow that we hope don't, you know, we're playing the law of averages here. And it's Christian Watson, Sky Moore, and George Pickens. In that order, yep. I'm not so sure. I think Pickens is definitely probably the third of that list. But the way this draft is going, at 39 and 48, you know, we like to play the card of like, oh, we could just take whatever and then come back at 48 and get some quality. I'm not so sure because if you look in the 40s, there's going to be some teams that are going to be looking to pick up some wide receivers in that area too as well. The good news is we get two picks before the Packers pick again. So guess what? They're not getting a wide receiver, which is Boom. Um, <laughs> but I've gone through this process kind of like falling in love with George Pickens at first. I think my comp for him is a Des Bryant-ish type player which I like, and I think that's what the Bears need. But, again, Christian Watson and his athleticism, the deep ball aspect of Justin Fields, the fact that he can do behind the line of scrimmage stuff, which actually is going to help a young player like Fields, who obviously has to learn progression. And then a guy like Sky Moore, right? Technician, route runner, little small, right? The total burner. Our general manager is Ryan Poles, coming from the Kansas City Chiefs. If there's anyone that can maybe emulate something like that, that is Sky Moore with Tyreek Hill. Luke Getsy's yeah. offense with the Packers, but I, I still think that there's something there. I'm just hoping one of those guys is available at 39, and I think we're still going to get value at offensive line and cornerback at 48. So I think the move is wide receiver at 39, and then probably best available cornerback, offensive lineman, safety, something like that at 48. Okay. Okay. So what I'm hearing is you're not you're not completely sold on the trio of uh, Byron Pringle, Darnell Mooney, and the other other Saint Brown uh, so far in your wide receiver room. Oh, he, he loves Pringle and he loves Mooney. Don't even get him started. Uh, go ahead, Joey. The Saint Brown, Saint Brown, the right Brown. Uh, I'll leave you guys on this one. There, I do have a hot take um, about what the Bears could possibly do at some point. There's a guy sitting out there, and if you're going to draft a wide receiver in the second round and you say, hey, dear, like, hey, just like I'm on Ross St. Brown, who had a great training camp but didn't come on until late, this guy, this rookie receiver, might take some time to develop. Why not go out and sign a guy like Julio Jones, who's going to give you four games, he's going to pop a hamstring, and then he's going to open up the door for a rookie wide receiver to come in and probably get some run. <laughs> Honestly, like, he's still Be- sitting out there. I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but that's my hot take about what the Bears uh, could do to right. supplement that room outside of uh, Pringle Pops <laughs> and uh, St. Brown's the better Brown. 
The okay. right brown. Be our guest and sign Julio, first and foremost. Second of all, we got to get you out of here because <laughs> we appreciate you just calling in. Third of all, you ran down a bunch of good receivers you like, and we're looking at the board too because we're coming up at 46, and there are a lot of good football players out there. So you name some of the wide receivers. I mean, there's corners, there's linebackers, yeah, like, like there's Jalen, defensive Jalen linemen, too. Like safeties. Yep, yep. He's a he's a big body guy too that you can get. So you're you're honed in on the receivers. We're looking at safeties. We're looking at linebackers. We uh we're looking at dynamic game changers, kind of like Hutch and Jamison Williams. So Joey, please everybody go check out his stuff on the Believe Podcasting Network and every other platform. He's doing stuff. He's soon to be an umpire of some sort, I'm sure. And he puts out incredible content and he came in here with scathing takes, bears takes and lions thoughts. So Joey, you got anything else for the people before you get out of here? Just buy your turkeys now to toss in the hutch oven for Thanksgiving. Cause it's <laughs> going to be fun. Good for you guys. Good night. Um, you know, obviously we're rivals and stuff, but when you guys have a good draft, uh, you guys should be happy. Obviously, this has been a process, and yeah, you're heading in the right direction. Good for you guys, and then tune in tomorrow for Bears. And Lions. So thank you, Joey, man. Take care. Drink some of that Kool-Aid, would you? Drink it in, uh... Take care, buddy. Bye, boys. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You could put franchise tags on guys. Um, it's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, Kool-Aid drinkers are back from the break. Hopefully you enjoyed that from Joey from the Believe Podcasting Network. We really thank him for making time as well as listening to our sponsors. Now, Choppy, we're fired up. We got two dynamic playmakers at, at premier positions 
edge and wide receiver heading into day two man like you said we were surprised when we saw this value i mean basically they traded back 12 15 spots whatever it was in round two gave up a third rounder to go from 32 to 12 and get a player like jameson williams we we feel like that was great value a great deal we still can't believe it um you got to be excited about who could be on the board at 46 so before i even get to a couple of those names just just where you at with the exhaustion level, the fun we've had, but also looking at this board saying we're going to get a hell of a ball player there and in the third round still. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, Oak, here's the thing. Like we, it's been a long day, uh, you know, but it's, it's, it only happens one day a year um, for the first round of the NFL draft. So, and there are, I mean, we knew this draft was super deep, right? There are still a lot of studs to be had in this draft. Um, so I think Brad Holmes made the made the right move. He he jumped in. He got the most dynamic wide receiver in there after after starting off the day by just grabbing Hutch like we all knew he should. And and uh, you know and that was the great thing to do. And now I think the deal is we're gonna have to look at a little defense action here at the forty six pick. But uh, let's roll through those names that we think that are gonna be around come forty six. Choppy, before we get rolling tomorrow, I'm definitely going to have to reset my boards. I know you were helping out with the Google Sheet for anybody that uh, you guys that checked that out. We were keeping it updated, working um, as best we could. Looking at the board, man, I this happens every year. There's just such great names out there. Malik Willis is still out there. Boye Mafe, N'Kobe Dean, David Ajabo. If you want to go with corners, you got McCreary's out there who I like. You got Jalen Petrie, who I love as a football player. You got your guy Jaquan Brown riskers available i mean that's just to name a few and i haven't even restacked the board that's just guys that had either round one or early mid round two type grades that i was interested in so we're gonna have a pick of a safety a linebacker maybe another edge or interior defensive player maybe another skill guy who knows what brad holmes might do maybe a quarterback i know you love jared goff but just uh those are some names, man. Like I say, we just wanted to give a little primer. Do any of those jump out to you? Is there something that you want to you wanna close us out on? We just uh, wanted to do that and tell people how hype we were about round one, what Brad Holmes did, what's still available. We got picks 46 and 97 tomorrow. Let's go. Yeah, I think, look, I mean, here's the deal. I'm super pumped about what it is that we got going here. I I am totally zoning in on somebody in the secondary, specifically a safety or a linebacker. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm clustering that group up. I'm looking at my guys. I'm looking at Petrie. I'm looking at Brisker. I'm looking at uh, Leo Chan- Chanel. Chanel, you know, if you want to get fancy, we we'll call him Chanel. I'm looking <laughs> at Brian Asamoah. I mean, there's, you know, and, and I, you've been real high in this Troy Troy Anderson guy from Montana State as Love well. Him. So Love so that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for one of those guys to slide down just a little bit. I would just be absolutely ecstatic if Jalen Petrie fell to us at 46. If he's not there, Brisker's my guy. Um, 
man, I think uh, you're going to have a lot of teams here. You're gonna, actually, I think you're going to have a couple of teams that are going to be looking at, at wide receiver, uh, probably specifically like Joey mentioned, the Bears. I think you may have the Seattle Seahawks looking at quarterback. I think that's going to help. You have the Texans who may be looking at quarterback. That's going to help. Giants might be looking at quarterback, depending on what's going on with Jadano Jones, not getting extended to his five-year. So, yeah, I mean, look, take those quarterbacks, take those wide receivers, and push those defensive studs all the way down to my Lions to just roar up and grab at 46 (laughs) because I am looking to get a stud. And then we will have finished the first two rounds with our top three picks of Hutch, Williams, and a stud secondary player or linebacker. And you couldn't ask for anything better in my opinion. Could possibly get two more starters with these picks coming up and, and, and still some more work to do after that. So let me, let me say this to finish it out. First of all, um, this has been a fun draft process leading up to today. Lots of work, lots of, uh, you know, time spent to sort of get to today, lots of anxiousness, but to get Hutch to make a big move up, to get the top playmaker in this draft is exciting. Um, I also want to say a thank you to Choppy who just sort of uh, hung in there through a lot of things he has going on to uh, have a bunch of fun with me. I think you guys will love the the content we're going to put out of our live reactions, our live recordings that we did for the whole four plus hours here in the first round. We'll find a way to do that. I want to encourage you if you didn't get on the Google sheet, you need to do that. Because uh, for the next couple days, that's going to be your go-to for rankings and lives updates and who the Lions best board, who's Oakery got ranked. You know, those are all going to be things you want to check out. Um, I'm also going to pub up our our Kool-Aid cast listener line. Keep bringing up that more because you can literally between now and tomorrow's start, you can call up 989-272-3484 and leave a three-minute message about what you loved, what you didn't love with that first round of what the Lions did. And we'd love to hear it. The best ones get played on uh, the show. And tomorrow the game plan is just sort of get up on here and, and, and dig into this round two. And I think, gosh, there's just some great targets and just so excited about what they did today, what we did, um, having fun with it. And um, that we uh, enjoyed day one of the NFL draft, man. It might be a, a, a huge moment for the lions and people know i always say on here the biggest day in the history of the detroit lions it could be that when it's all said and done so i love it man i'm I'm drinking that kool-aid and super excited choppy what else you got before we get up out of here yeah, Oakry, look, uh, you know, we've been recording for a long time now and, <laughs> and, and we've been given so many takes and so many what ifs and amazing scenarios and, and trade backs and trade ups and all these great things, man. And it's just it's just such a great time of the year. Um, you know, it's so exciting for our Detroit Lions. Like I'm ready for the season to start, man. I mean, we're not, we're only there the first round and I'm already ready for like wh- wh- when is hard knocks kicking off? Because don't forget, we're going to be all over that. And don't tell me that that isn't going to be an amazing amazing scene with uh with Jamison Williams coming off that injury we're going to see some rehabbing coming from him he wants to be ready for training camp uh he's excited to uh to be here he's got he you know he look he's come out and said I have things to prove because I you know he thought he was the best wide receiver we think he's the best wide receiver and he was picked four so he wants to show those Ohio State boys that were taken by ahead of him that he is he was the best and uh the Lions got the best out of him and of course we all know what Hutch is going to be able to do and I'm, so I'm excited that we potentially got the best edge player and the best wide receiver in the draft 
and that's only in the first round. So, so much more to dive into. Excited to keep digging into next uh, next two rounds here uh, coming up. But I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the quick hit first thing here tomorrow morning, and um, we'll talk to you later. There you go. That's a way to sum it up, Chappie. Oh, oh, oh. Everybody, drink that Detroit Kool-Aid. Drink it in, man. Side of cornbread. Cornbread! Corn Make it bread. a double. Extra for Jameson Williams. And a hashtag Choppy Likey. Woo! Hashtag Choppy Likey. We'll catch you next time right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. Drink it in, man.